Welcome back, folks. We got another episode tonight. We are going back to our roots. It's just Mike and I. Um, we're going to get into my six-pack of questions I've never been asked. We're going to go over some of the uh, cliffhangers we left from the last episode, as well as get into our poll results we had on Instagram and run you through a few ideas we have for the upcoming episodes. Uh, take it away, Mike. <laughs> What's going on, Matt? How are you, Mike? We're back. It's good to be back. Uh, good to be back to our roots here, getting back to what started this off. Uh, Matt, let's get it started how we always do. Today in sports history, March 11th, what do you got for me? 1961, in an NHL hockey game between the Blackhawks and the Maple Leafs, there was an NHL record that I believe still stands to today. 40 penalties in that game. Each team committed 20 penalties. That is a lot of penalty minutes. Yeah, I think that's one of those unbreakable records that nobody ever talks about. Uh, that's going to be tough to beat. I don't think that one will get ever get touched. What do you have for me? Uh, so for me, March 11th, 1892, the first public basketball game took place in Springfield, Massachusetts. And it's been the game has changed a lot since then, but it's been history since. Is that when they still use, like, the orange baskets? Yeah, I think they still use, like, peach baskets. Um, oh, that's what it was. Like that. yeah. But, but, yeah, the game's evolved a little bit since then. Just a little. Yeah, I don't think Dr. James Naismith imagined having, you know, like, people like LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo play back when, uh, back when this one started. But, you know, that's the beauty of sports. Yeah. Speaking of basketball, I, I have to say I think you and I are completely wrong in our prediction that the Dayton Flyers will not get a one seed. Well, I've never been happier to be wrong about that, but there has been some anarchy happening in the past. So I'm not mad about it. Um, I wanted the well, you said it. You said it yourself, and I'm I'm kind of piggybacking off of you, stealing your thunder here. But I wanted the two seed just for a little bit of a chip on the shoulder. Maybe feel like they were. You know, count it out because they're not, you know, not one of the blue bloods, the regulars who get, usually get one seeds. But I think, I think it's kind of inevitable right now that they're going to get one. They're just playing too well. Certainly looks like it. And I think this past weekend was a great testament to that. I mean, they had game day on campus. Campus was electric. Mm-hmm. It was rocking. Yep. George, George Washington came out firing, which she expected them to. Uh, Dayton was only up one at halftime. Yeah, Dayton didn't shoot well in that first half. No, and then, you know, the Obi Toppin show happened, and they ended up winning by 25. Uh, it was beautiful. Very beautiful. Matt, before we get into a six-pack question for you, I need to give a shout-out to one of my buddies. Uh, JT Mauer gave me a, gave me some flack for not bringing the energy in our first few episodes. Said uh, the enthusiasm was just a little bit lacking. Not bringing uh, the juice? Apparently, I wasn't. I'm, I'm one to say, like, hey, maybe I wasn't. So, JT... Appreciate you listening. Appreciate the call out. Hopefully the energy has been a lot better since. And hopefully the energy continues through this episode. If not, please let me have it in any form that you can contact me. Uh, I appreciate all criticism. But Matt, let's get into your six-pack of questions. This is a first uh, pod right here. It is. Roles are reversed a little bit. I'm excited. I like, having, I like being in this seat. All right, so first question, Matt. What is your top UD memory? This is kind of a staple for us here. Oh, there's a lot. Uh, okay, so um, 
when we go back to junior year, uh, this is a picture that we posted, I think, at the very beginning of the podcast, probably getting launched. The very epic, extremely epic, double overtime San Diego football game night. Our house went into double overtime. There were holes put in walls. Somebody broke a chair and a table. It was just complete anarchy. Best part of the whole story is the fact that we fixed it. <laughs> and yeah. not to get too far like sidetracked because you know we have a lot of a lot of content content to get into tonight. But the university ended up paying us for the damages we <laughs> the damages that we put into that house. So uh, that's probably my top UD memory. I don't know if anything can ever top that one. No, that's an all time night. Uh, I don't remember a lot of that night. No. Partly because I think I had four pounder strawberries in like a two hour span. Oh my god, that's when you were drinking those things. Holy yeah, shit. That was the last <laughs> that was the last time I had those. Uh, you went through a cycle that year where you drank like the limeritas and then the strawberries. I think you were on Red's Apple Ale. You were just drinking everything that anything and everything that Jan stocked in the deli and Mike yep. could get his hands on, you were just you were fiending. Yeah, oh, man. Then I luckily settled on the classic BLP, but that's a story for a different day. Dude, that um, junior year saw so much of us that I hope nobody else will ever see. Just because it was like the year before we had to start making legit adult decisions and just cut loose and everything. And we were out of like the dorms and the apartments. We were in houses. Man, we uh we got after it that year. Yeah, that that was that was a year. It to was remember. so much fun. Well, and maybe not be able to remember it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, Matt, question number two here in our six pack. Uh, who was your favorite athlete growing up and why? Um, Growing up, I really, really loved watching Jerry Rice play football. Um, but my favorite athlete growing up, because he was a Clevelander, um, was Kenny Lofton. You know, he could just do just about anything and everything on the baseball diamond. Um, he could play small ball. He could hit, you know, steal bases back when people were still doing that. And baseball was not as analytic and just actually played. Um, but that team, that team was so much fun. I mean, I could take my pick between Omar, like Omar Vizquel, Robbie Elmar, Manny Ramirez was on that team. But Kenny Lofton, he was my favorite athlete growing up. Fun fact about Kenny Lofton, he hit the first home run for the Phillies in their new ballpark, Citizens Bank Park, in 2004. He's a legend. He's a legend of the game. Yeah. All right, moving on. Question number three. Matt, what's one vacation you want to go on and why? Someplace you haven't been that you've got circled and why you want to go there? Um, so <laughs> I got to steal the thunder from two friends of mine that just made this trip a couple months ago, but um, it's something I put a goal that's like a goal of mine over the next, probably the next 12 months is I want to go to Switzerland. Um, and I want to go in the summer and just, you know, kind of, you know, tour the Alps, see, um, just see the country. Uh, it's kind of, it smack dab in the middle of some of the coolest like geography in all the world. And I just want to go out there and I want to have a good time. I've wanted to do it for a little while. Um, so my goal is to do it in the next year. I like it. I like it. All right, Matt. So, question number four here: NFL Wait, Combine. Back. Who's yours? Oh, uh, one vacation I want to go on. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'd like to go to like Bali or like one of those places where like the hotel rooms are just on like huts in the water. Okay. The uh, like basically couples retreat, 
the yeah. Vince Vaughn, John Favreau picture. Um, little plug there. Great movie. Yeah, um, but you guys, your family always goes out to Hawaii during like the New Year's, like you know, end of the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, we uh, we've gone every uh, I think like every other year or something like that. I've been very fortunate. My family likes to take trips, mm-hmm. um, so it's gotten to go to a lot of great, cool places and experience a lot of different things. But definitely think the, uh, the basically the setting for a couple's retreat is someplace I want to go, just because you're cut off from the world. Yeah, basically in the middle of the water, and it just looks beautiful. Cool, beautiful. But, all right, so getting back to question four. NFL Combine just ended, getting into the heat of Pro Day, NFL Draft prep, stuff like that. So, Matt, you know this from being a football <laughs> fan, but there are some buzzwords that announcers use at the Combine oh, to man. describe players because they just can't watch guys and use the same four attributes to describe them. So, Matt, what are three Combine buzzwords you would use to describe yourself? I knew you were going to ask me this, and I'm just going to steer into the skid, and I'm just going to make fun of myself. Let's go. So definitely, definitely motor. Oh, we got yeah. A motor. Kids got a motor. This isn't true, but I feel like they could call me this, but probably coach's kid. Okay. <laughs> and then like student of the game. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, that's that's so good. <laughs> so if anyone knows anything about like the combine and things that people call certain, you know, certain positions and, you know, certain – Certain demographics of players, well, that's me. Yep, you know, you got your your quick twitch guys, your high energy, high motor. Mm. High Uh, energy, high motor, that's me. Yeah. Looks like a freak in in gym shorts, game (laughs) speed, stuff like that. It's probably not probably not saying anything about my shorts. My probably making fun of my my hand size. Um luckily I'm not a quarterback, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. The combine is a fun time to listen to people describe other people for five days straight mm-hmm. and just see what they can come up with. <laughs> Matt, question five. Fictional character talking film, TV, book, anything. Fictional character you like to have multiple drinks with. Okay, so when we kind of prepped the pod, I thought you there's a possibility you were gonna ask me this question. Um so I was thinking and kind of going down all the options that I had, I could have went like the star Wars route. Uh, but I thought that was maybe a little bit too specific. And then I started to think of like my favorite movies and one of my all time favorite movies is gladiator. I know it's sort of based on a true story. Um, and I believe, you know, if you look in history, this is probably someone, you know, in history, but based off of the fact that it's more of like a, it's a historical fiction. I want to have a drink with Proximo. That dude's story was crazy. He rescued Marcus Aurelius, sort of, but, you know, put him into, you know, the gladiator arena. But that dude, being able to have multiple drinks with him and just like understand that time frame in history, I think that would be, you know, that would be my fictional character I'd want to have some drinks with. Yeah, I like that. I think a lot of people, if they were going to go the gladiator route, they would have gone with uh, Maximus or Joaquin Phoenix character or mm-hmm. whoever. But I, I like that you went, went kind of the, uh, the black sheep way. Kind of the more interesting kind of character, hidden gem of that movie. But the same one, I got to reverse this to you too, because you're, you know, you're the movie buff of the pod. That's your uh, domain. So who, just real quick, which fictional character would you have drinks with? Oh man, I should have prepared for you to ask me this, but I did not. You knew I was going to turn around. Come on, Mike. I know. I, I didn't think anything on my own end. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I'd have to go. I, I'd probably have to go with. 
Probably Obi Wan Kenobi from Star Wars. Okay. That 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 series holds a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, those of you who know me, I named my dog Obi Wan Kenobi after him. <laughs> uh, so I think I think just getting to sit down and have a few drinks with him in the uh, in the Moss Eisley Cantina where they play that one song over and over again. <laughs> play the same song. Just uh, hearing on. Okay, so be- are you going prequel Obi? Are you going the original three, the original trilogy, Obi-Wan Kenobi? I think I'd probably have to go between the two because I want to get like kind of the old elder Obi-Wan stories, but I don't mm-hmm. want them to be too old, too old geezer wandering around <laughs> the desert, you know? So I think I'd have to split the difference and just kind of go right in between the prequels okay. and so you can get kind of the, the more interesting, but I like it. That was good. That was, that was a nice little tangent we got there. All right. Last question, last BLP we got here, Matt. I want you to imagine this situation for you. You're you're locked in a room. Okay. In front of you, there are six super tough Sudoku puzzles. <laughs> the Sunday New York Times crossword puzzle <laughs> and a Rubik's Cube. You can't leave the room until all three are completely completed. How long is it taking you to finish all three? Oh, geez. Is there at least water in there? Well, yeah, there'll be water. I'm not gonna like die of thirst because this is, the Rubik's cube is gonna take me a long time. I don't know if I've actually ever finished a Rubik's cube before without peeling off the stickers. Um, <laughs> you can't do that. I, you can't do that. Um, I'm not worried about the Sudoku puzzles. Those might take me about an hour. The New York Times crossword is gonna take me a while. Um, probably five, six hours um, at the very least. I'm not the strongest crossword puzzle person. Um, I've done some in the past, but if we're going like a Sunday New York Times crossword. It's going to be a little bit difficult. So I'm probably finishing those two in a day with a little bit of sleep to rest the brain. And then okay. and then hopefully finishing the Rubik's Cube in the next two days. So right. I'm not proud of this, but I think I can get out of there in three days. Okay, I like it. What, what would be your – you would knock out the Sudoku and the New York Times at the first? I think would so. Would you go like some Sudoku and then go to the, the crossword puzzle, give your mind a little bit of a break and kind of go back and forth? Or would yeah. you just knock out one and one in one fell swoop? I'm definitely way more confident with my ability to do Sudoku um, as okay. opposed to the other two. So I think I'll just get those out of the way and then do the crossword puzzle because the Rubik's Cube is going to take a while. Yeah. Um, I'm not proud of it. I am a little embarrassed to say it's going to probably take me three days, but at least I'm getting out of the room, right? Yeah. Whatever you got to do. It's <laughs> a damn good question. I'm going to steal that. All right. That wraps up our six-pack of questions here. Matt, uh, I liked, liked flipping the rolls on you, getting you yeah. to answer the questions. So that was fun. Um, we're going to get into now. We kind of left this on a cliffhanger from the last episode, a little bit of a new segment called Pick the UFC Fights Based on Fighters' Nicknames Alone with No Prior Knowledge. Um, Matt, you're you're a UFC fan, but you don't particularly watch religiously. You just enjoy some some big fights every once in a while. I, yeah. I think that's safe to say, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'll catch you when it's on. Like we're out with some friends, and it's on at the bar or whatever. I'm definitely not gonna not gonna shy away from watching it. It's super entertaining. Um, there's just with so many players and so many you know so many different you know athletes in it. Sometimes it gets a little hard to follow, um, but mm-hmm. I certainly appreciate it, and I'll always watch it. Um, but I guess saying that, how did I do when it came to the nicknames? 
All right. Well, it wasn't just you. Uh, Starkey yeah. was in this one too. We took his his bets too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first matchup uh, nicknames were Thud <laughs> versus the Olympian. You and Starkey both went with Thud, which I can't blame you for. It's, <laughs> it's a great nickname. I think that that guy's gonna gonna dominate. Um, so that it's was got more awesome. Personality. It's definitely yeah. got more personality than the Olympian. Although, for if sure, you, if you get dubbed the Olympian, you're probably pretty a pretty special athlete. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Thud was Austin Hubbard, and the Olympian was Mark Madsen. And I'm sorry to say it, but the Olympian won okay. via unanimous decision. So uh, you guys both lost that one. Okay. But, uh, the uh, the next matchup that I gave you guys was the last Stylebender versus the Soldier of God. Yeah. You guys both went with Soldier of God because, uh, again, those are two great nicknames, but. Soldier of God is just all time. Right. Um, that was actually the main event of the evening. That was the middleweight championship of the world. Whoa. And the matchup was Israel Adesanya, the last style bender versus Yoel, Soldier of God Romero. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say it again, but you guys lost. It was the last style bender via unanimous decision to retain the middleweight belt. But mm-hmm. again, I, I can't blame you for taking either of those guys. Thud. Soldier of God, outstanding nicknames, and I think that'll be a a fun fun little segment to follow up on again when we got some big fights coming up. But yeah, I like that. Although I was over too, I did enjoy doing that based on solely off of the nicknames. That was that was a cool dynamic. It's all right. We'll keep we'll keep a running tally, and we'll see what you end up with mm-hmm. at some point. All right, let's um let's move into we mentioned we started talking about this a little bit at the top of the pod mm-hmm. Dayton basketball. Championship week seedings. We'll kind of just—it's kind of the middle of championship week. Not none of the big games have gotten started as of yet. Going to start kicking up again on uh, Wednesday of this week with mm-hmm. the Big Ten, ACC, everything like that. So, Matt, what are your hopes for championship week? What are your thoughts? Are you looking out for any particular conferences? Do you think going to be really tough? Any sleeper teams that might steal some bids? Yeah. Or just kind of a general overview of championship week for me. Um. So. I'm really, really focused on two conferences and um, the ACC specifically. I'm really intrigued to see who's going to pull that out. I thought Louisville has been one of the more consistent teams in that conference over, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of over the past couple of weeks. Um, But I mean, you got Virginia with experience. Duke is always relevant. Um, Carolina has talent. Granted, they, you know, they haven't really been able to have the best season, but you know, a couple of weeks ago we watched an NC state team just beat the doors off of Duke. Granted, I mean, they were at home, but uh, I am, I'm really intrigued to see who's going to pull that one out. And then equally as in, intrigued to see who's going to win the big 10. The big 10 has been a cluster all year, like teams separated by one or two games in one direction or the other. Um, you know, Michigan state always gets hot about this time of year. Um, I thought Maryland has a whole lot of talent. Michigan team, um, you know, brand new coach, but somebody who's been there, done it, you know, it's got a lot of the kids, kids respect him from, you know, a, a coaching dynamic, um, Ohio state, who I thought was going to be, you know, at least a sweet 16 team at the beginning of the year who kind of fell off towards the middle, but they're back playing some decent ball. Um, I'm really intrigued just to see who's going to take those conferences outright. Um, and then maybe if some teams like stumble, I think, you know, I, I don't know the most recent bubble predictions, but, you know, um, Illinois, who I think is probably going to get like a seven or an eight, maybe a nine seed. I think they're really talented. So 
So depending on where they, you know, ultimately how they do in the conference, I think, you know, I think that's a team that depending on how it lines up with, uh, with seeding, but also with, um, with brackets, if they get an eight or a nine or a seven or a 10, that's a team that I think can make the sweet 16. Yeah. I like everything you just said there. Uh, when you're talking to ACC, you didn't even mention one of the co-champions of the ACC this year, uh, Florida state is up at number four right now. Um, I did like your little Carolina tidbit there. I think they can get hot. I wouldn't be surprised if Roy Williams got that team together, won the ACC, stole a bid, and got stole, into the tournament. Yeah. Um, just because I can't imagine a NCAA tournament without North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are my. I I actually I picked them to win the ACC. Put some money on it, but we'll did you follow that? It's later not, on. I I like that pick. You know. Um, probably for the the value that the bet's going to give you. Um, the fact yeah. that you know they have one of the best players I think in the country. He's fought injuries, you know, off and on throughout the year. But you know, um, Cole, it's Cole Anthony. He's he's excellent. Um, yeah, he can get hot, and you know, in college, you've seen it with UConn, Kemba Walker, and um, Shabazz Napier. You know, teams that can get hot, ride one guy, and ultimately win a conference title. And if the wind hits it right and gets behind their sails, they can they can ride all the way to the national title game. So. Um, we'll see. I, I am really intrigued by those two conferences though. Right now, I uh, well, I'm excited to see where it shapes up. And you know, we're doing a podcast in a couple, you know, you know in a couple of days when Sunday when we're talking about brackets. I'll, I'm excited to see where everything kind of falls and um, the matchups that that lie ahead. Yeah, like you said, the Big Ten has been a buzzsaw all year. Um, I looked at the bracket today, and I was kind of like saying to myself, I'm like, wow, they got ten teams that I see like as tournament teams like safely. And they're all Which, like twenty two and eleven or twelve, thirteen. Like their records aren't. They're just they've beaten each other up. Like you said, it's just it's just the grind. Like everybody is just beating everybody, and there's really no clear favorite. I don't think in that conference. No, I mean Wisconsin won a share of the Biggies or the Big Ten title. They're the top seed. Which you could have told me that at the beginning of the year, and I would have said you're crazy because. Right. But you know, you also have Michigan State. They got a share. Maryland got a share. There's, I mean, that that conference from top to bottom is probably the best conference in basketball mm-hmm. with the ACC being a close second. That's what's so funny. I mean, those teams you just mentioned, they went 14-6 and six in the conference. Right. <laughs> they lost six conference games. It's ridiculous. Wisconsin's record at the end of the regular season was 21-10. and 10. Yeah. It's crazy. And they won their big, big 10 champs. It's crazy. Yeah. They'll probably draw a six seed and be a, you know, a terrible matchup. Just, um, Probably yeah, probably a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. Depending upon how they do, I mean, yeah. six or seven is probably right where I would slot them. But let's uh, let's focus back on our Dayton Flyers here. Yeah, they're uh, riding high, number three in the country. All but seem to have a one seed in their sights going into the A10 tournament. I think mm-hmm. they only have to win two or three games to win the A10. Do you think they need to win the A10 to get a one seed? Or what do they need to avoid to keep a one seed? Or would you rather them drop a game here, focus back up, and make a run in the tournament? So um, I'm sure there's a little bit more of an analytic, you know, approach going on probably in 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 the Dayton, you know, the Dayton camp. Um, I, I guess it depends on what what path you want. Um, obviously, with you know, being an athlete or anything, you probably want an overall one seed. Um, and if you know anything about me, Mike, you know this. Uh, I never like to leave anything up to chance. 
So I think you, you have right. to go out, you have to go and win the A10 title. You know, like the A10 title, you have to win the conference championship, um, win that tournament, and then you let that take care of the rest. Um, just because, unfortunately, they have the A10 conference behind them, it just wouldn't surprise me if they didn't win the conference tournament to not get a one seed, uh, if that makes sense. So um, I, I do think in order to solely wrap that up and, and get it, have a one slot next year name um, come selection day, I think you have to win the conference tournament. Right. And piggybacking off what you just said, as an athlete, you want to win every game that you play. Yeah. Each team, I, I think I can say this safely, but each team, when they get their first meeting together, they set like four goals together. They set, you know, let's, let's win the conference regular season. Let's win the conference tournament. Let's make the NCAA tournament and let's win the national championship. Yeah. And I think that's the right way to play it. I don't, I can't see Anthony Grant and the Dayton Flyers taking it easy and thinking, resting on their laurels and thinking mm-hmm. they got everything wrapped up. Yeah. I think they're going to go out and play hard. It's just a matter of if these A10 teams that they're going to play in the tournament want to play spoiler mm-hmm. or if they're playing for their lives. I mean, you get a team, a low seed that's playing with house money against the top seed. Typically in the past, we've seen that play out more so for the lower seeds advantage. Mm-hmm. So, but that makes th- that's what makes this time of year the best time of, of the sports calendar. You don't know what's going to happen. It's absolute chaos. It's madness. It's craziness. It's so fun to watch, and it's the best reality TV out there. Mm-hmm. Period. But I'm looking forward to it. You mentioned this. Uh, we're going to do a, a little Sunday night special episode post bracket. Mm-hmm. We're going to get some special guests in to give some Cinderella picks, Final Fours, and kind of dive into it and uh so be on the lookout for that but we're excited for that and the people that we have coming on are super excited as well so we're, we're gonna gonna bring it for that one so i'm gonna steal i'm gonna steal a uh a quote from a friend of mine um or one of our college roommates luke i was on the phone with him the other day and he said something that like it just stopped me for a minute and even if so even if dayton gets a you know regardless of the fact they get a one seed or a two seed there are going to be hundreds, if not thousands, of brackets that are filled out this year that have the Dayton Flyers winning the national title. How crazy is that? It's unreal. It's crazy. It's unreal. I mean, they have the team to do it. You know, if you if they you don't think they can win, you know, if you, you don't think they have the team to win it, you haven't watched them, you haven't followed the NCAA, um, you know, men's basketball year at all. You know they have a good chance as any. I don't. You probably know this more than I. What is their? You know what is their betting odds? What What are you looking at right now? If you put some money on them, I've seen them in the past couple of weeks at fifteen to one. I think they're down closer to about seven to eight to one right now. Um, but this year is just so wide open that if it's going to be a smaller school team or a team like Dayton, it's like it's going to be this year just because mm-hmm. there's no dominant team. I mean, Kansas has been the best team for the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm but we've also seen them drop some stinkers. Um, and I think Dayton has the buildup of a team that can make a deep run and win the championship. If you look at the past couple of champions, it's not been, you know, freshman led dominant teams. It's been teams with seniors and juniors and guys that have been there and been in battles and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at last year, Virginia, they've been through some serious battles. You've, Look at the two years Villanova won. They were senior-led teams. And when Carolina won in between Nova, that was a senior team. So 
I think this year's wide open. If it's going to be a crazy year with a small school winning, it's going to be this year. And I don't see why anybody wouldn't want to put some money on the Dayton Flyers to win the championship because why the hell not? So I am on a pretty popular betting website at the moment, and it has Dayton at the tied for fourth best odds to win the national title behind Kansas, Gonzaga, Duke, and Michigan State. Sentences you never thought you would say. <laughs> no. Ever. Ever. That's wild. Like, like even the, when we were there and they made that Elite Eight run, it was kind of like, all right, sick, you know, they won the first game against Ohio State, and that was awesome. And yeah. then we were just kind of like, all right, let's see if we can keep it moving. And then they kept on winning, and it was just like, all right, we're not supposed to be here, so let's just play with mm-hmm. house money and see what we can do. This year, yeah. they're they're the hunted. Well, that, so. year, that year had Cinderella written all over it. You know, the only thing that happens to Cinderella is that one point that clock strikes midnight, you got to go home. Um, yeah. It doesn't happen this year. Yeah. Turn into a yeah. pumpkin. Yep. Um, but it, it, that's not the case this year. I mean, they have yeah. they have a legit chance, and you know, of probably I usually fill out two or three brackets each year. I'm sure one of them will have Dayton winning at all. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine a situation where I don't pick Dayton in the Final Four to win the championship uh, in Atlanta, and I can't imagine a situation where we are not in Atlanta to discuss the Final Four in person with our mm-hmm. Dayton Flyers. But we'll we'll cover that later. We got we got some time. <laughs> it's gonna be great. So, um, oh, Mike, I'm gonna let you talk about this big uh this big next step. Something we have coming on, you know, down the pike for the pod. Yeah. So if you follow either myself or Matt on social media this past week, we uh, we posted kind of a little bit of a challenge to our listeners, followers, whatever, whatever you want to call yourselves. Uh, if we <laughs> hit. Pot, Sure. Yeah, we'll call BL- bodies. BLPers. BLPers. Flips. <laughs> I like it. So we posted. <laughs> we hit a certain number of downloads by a certain time. Then Matt and I would fill out applications for each other to go on the Bachelor Bachelorette popular yep. TV show on ABC. Um, we we were talking, and we think this would be even better if we kind of turned it back over to our listeners, our potties, our BLPers. And look out for this week. We're going to be posting our usual polls, but it's going to be about the applications. We're going to let we you want- guys. <laughs> we're going to let you guys, the listeners, fill in our blanks. <laughs> right for this application. Right. We're, going to, we're going to do the heavy lifting, but we want you guys to have your say because we appreciate you guys going out of your way to get our numbers up and and really accept that challenge that we put forward. So we want to we want to make sure you guys have a say and. I think that'll make for some more entertaining uh, content and everything than just me and Matt doing it for ourselves. Yep. But so be on the lookout for that. It'll be coming this week, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully we'll see you guys on ABC next. <laughs> I don't even know when that thing is. I've Definitely looking forward to this. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Um, and then another segment that we're gonna roll out. So Mike and I were talking, and we decided that you're trending off of how we like to start the show to. Con- you know, keep consistent with some, you know, audience in um, engagement, uh, participation. We're going to do a TP of questions. So three walls, not a house, TP. Um, things based off of threes, all good things come in threes. Um, so some of our questions, we're going to be focused on, you know, you know, sports movies, maybe, you know, sports, um, et cetera, et cetera. But they're going to be kind of themes of three. 
um, kind of roll from there. So look out for that as well. Um, I think we had a few tonight we wanted to just kind of tease, Mike. Yeah, so this week our poll questions that we had record number of turnout, so we appreciate that. Thanks, guys. Uh, we talked we talked sports movies. And, Matt, we're actually going to get into our first TP of questions here. I'm going to send it to you first. but Okay. So you can only watch three sports movies for the rest of your life. Okay. Only just I'm talking just sports movies. You can watch any other movie you want. Just when it comes to sports movies, you have these three on a rotation. Okay. What are they? All right. Go. Um, well, first one, first my favorite one of all time, Friday Night Lights. Um, probably top three favorite movies of all time. So that one's going to get a nod. Uh, number two, Caddyshack. I know it's a comedy too, but you know, it revolves around golf. So I'm calling that, you can put that in as a sports movie and then probably, probably number three. And this might, I don't think this is going to get knocked as because I think the movie's excellent, but I think because I chose this one versus a few of the other options that I might leave on the table might cause a little bit of, a little bit of pushback, but I got to stick to my guns. Uh, the third one will be miracle. Great choices. I mean, I, you can't argue any of them, but you can argue what you left on the table. There's just so many. I mean, there's so many good ones. So you got to leave, obviously you got to leave some out. But as for me, what I like as far as movie wise, um, what kind of strikes a chord with me are those three. Right. So right. turn it around, turn it on you, Mike. What do you got? First one for me is going to be Caddyshack. It's okay. top 15 favorite movie of all time for me. Uh, Bill Murray's probably my favorite actor of all time. It's, it's just an absolute classic. I mean, it's not. It's not as popular nowadays. It's more of an older, older movie. You know, like our our dad's age, Matt. But, but I, it's timeless. It stands up. It's it's mm-hmm. it's. I I have to, if I'm gonna be watching sports movies, I have to watch Caddyshack. Uh, number two for me. Hmm. I don't know why I'm th- I, I don't know why it took me so long. Number two for me is gonna be Rocky. Okay. Um, it's just an absolute classic tale. Stallone, what he went through to get the picture made, um, pitching it to studios. I'm saying, yeah, we'll take it, but we don't want you. And him saying, no, 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 it's got to be me. Like this is my story. Mm-hmm. Selling his dog to fund it. It's just the whole backstory, everything like that. It's and Philadelphia. I mean, mm-hmm. we got a statue for the guy. I can't. We clearly. It's got to be him. Um, and then third one, and this is tough. This is where it gets gets to be splitting hairs and trying to pick against seven different great ones. Third one for me, I got to go remember the Titans. Okay. That story is phenomenal. The acting in it is great. I mean, Denzel Washington's phenomenal. Ryan Gosling, though he was an absolute liability on defense. <laughs> he kind of sprung his career from that. Uh, it's just, it's, I can think of like so many quotes that hit me from that movie, like uh, Petey Jones running back the running back y'all and then the whole football is fun scene it's just it's it's timeless i can't i can't not pick from over the titans nobody gets blood on my uniform mike no no you don't get blood on my uniform um, but again we left so many on the table matt so mm-hmm. let us know let us know what you guys would pick um we might pose that to you guys on social media just to see what you guys think but yeah i'll, I'll post that one tonight yeah yeah, because I'm interested to see what everybody else would think here. 
But um, circling back to our poll results for this week, we did sports movies comparing one one and the other, asking you guys to pick your favorites, and uh, we're going to kind of go through them right now. We're going to give a little bit of a, a thought on each one, and we're going to give our picks. But Matt, the first matchup we gave two movies that we mentioned in our TP here mm-hmm. were Miracle versus Rocky. Which I think one we're are you split picking? there. Yeah, you know which one I'm picking because it's just, you know, I, I have to. I got to stick to my guns. It's one of my three, so I'm going Miracle. Yep, I'm going to go Rocky as well, but it's – so, Matt, give me, give me something on Rocky. I'll give you something on Miracle. Defend defend your opposition here. Well, I don't know if I can defend it. I can defend my choice. Okay. All right, defend your choice. Can I defend my choice? I Actually, my favorite of the Rocky series isn't the first one. It's the fourth one where he ends the Cold War. <laughs> well, no, from a political side, that's the most important. But my favorite one is the second one. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, again, I spoke about Rocky a minute ago. It's classic Philadelphia. But to give a little something on Miracle, I mean, if you don't know the story of the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team, I don't know what Rocky you've been living under, but it's a terrific story. A bunch of college kids coming together to play the greatest hockey team in the history of the world, the Soviet Union. Um, and the movie really captures the struggles they went through to come together and become a team and everything like that. So, And I'm going to steal your quote here, Mike, to defend myself and my own honor. This was actually what ended the Cold War, was that hockey game. That hockey game and Rocky IV. Don't at me. But- <laughs> that, hockey game, that hockey game ended the Cold War. Yep, yep. Um, so, Matt, our listeners, audience, potties, everything like that, they agreed with you. They went 27 for Miracle, 18 for Rocky. Wow, I'm actually surprised. So, I feel like just because hockey probably isn't the most polarizing of sports, and, and the story is incredible, but I would have totally thought that Rocky would have won this poll. I think based on the story, it's miracle. I mean, it's hard to go against a true story about America overcoming communism. Mm-hmm. Well, they just had the anniversary of the game too. So miracle won out by the audience. Miracle was Matt's choice. Rocky was mine. Appreciate all forty-five of you that voted on that one. Going down to our next one, Matt. This is more of the the younger sports movies, kind of children's yeah. focused. We got the Mighty Ducks versus Cool Runnings. Knuckle Puck. Well, that's, that's, uh, I guess we'll talk Mighty Duck series. Okay. Well, that's yeah, D2. that's not the first one. Is the flying the flying V is the first one, right? Flying V is the first one. Yeah. What oh, do you got? Which yeah. one are you going with? I I voted Mighty Ducks. It's hard to go against Mighty Ducks. Cool Runnings. I I'm not as super familiar with that movie. Like I know I know a lot of friends who like that movie, and I just I don't know it that well. So unfortunately, I'm a little biased. Didn't really do my homework and sit <laughs> sit down and watch it again. Um, but uh, biasly. Mighty Ducks. I'm right there with you. I uh, I know Cold Runnings is not that well. John Candy, one of the great great comedy actors of all time, is in it. Uh, but I mean, honestly, that's about all I could really say about Cool Runnings off the top. It's a Jamaican bobsled team. <laughs> great concept for a movie. Yeah, but but I gotta go Mighty Ducks. I mean, absolutely. Emilio Estevez, District Five, The Hawks, The Triple Deke. It's just it's timeless mm-hmm. and. Little little fun fact: They're reviving it for a Disney Plus show. Because, I heard that. You know, nobody Why wants not? to let anything die in peace, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I probably will tune in. Oh, I'm for sure tuning in. What it's going to be hard now. going on? Um, audience potties voted along with us, Matt. 34 for Mighty Ducks, 15 for Cool Runnings. Ooh, bit of a blowout. Uh, bit of a blowout. Uh, that you're gonna you're gonna sense a theme with uh, with our votes here. Not a lot of them were close. A little lopsided. But a little lopsided. Gotcha. But it was also our greatest voter turnout of of the poll results. So appreciate that. Thanks, guys. All right, Matt. So this next one. Uh, you have this one movie on your th- on your list of three, mm-hmm. but I think the opposition is a lot closer in our minds than maybe our viewers. We had Coach Carter versus Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you chose Friday Night Lights in your TP, mm-hmm. but maybe give a little bit of an argument for for both here. Well, I think there there's some better act like more polarizing characters in Coach Carter. Um, mm-hmm. A few of the you know, a few of the athletes with with basketball, it's a little bit closer knit, but um, there's some super polarizing uh, you know character development, and then Samuel L. Jackson just does a great job in it. Um, so from a star power maybe standpoint, Coach Carter, I can understand maybe why you would see that, but uh, Friday Night Lights has my heart, man. One of my favorite movies of all time, so I can't I can't sway from that. Yeah, there's something about Texas high school football. Mm-hmm. I mean, just saying those three words. Shout out, just, Luke. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Shout out, Luke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I live there. Shout out, Luke. <laughs> shout out, Luke, for that one. But um, love you, bud. But yeah, just saying those three words kind of gets the blood pumping and the goosebumps rolling a little bit. Yeah. Um, I love Coach Carter, probably because I played basketball in high school and everything like that. But I, I don't think I could have actually. I didn't pick one for these two. It, it was too close for oh, me. You were undecided, really. Undecided, yeah. Okay. Both both very similar movies with the ending too, about how they end up losing, yeah, instead of winning. Kind of a little twist on the the old shtick of sports movies where the good guys win, but yeah. But um, so our audience voted eighteen for Coach Carter, thirty two for Friday Night Lights. Um, so a lot of football fans out there. Yep. Shout out. But yeah, good matchup there. All right, this next one was the definition of a wash. We got remember the Titan, remember the Titans versus Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Um, I have remember the Titans on my TP of three, so I I would obviously pick them. But I think Hoosiers is just absolutely timeless with Dennis Hopper, Gene Hackman, Jimmy Chitwood, the picket fence, going to Hinkle Fieldhouse, measuring the basket, everything like that is timeless. But it's hard to argue against remember the Titans. I mean, I already did, so I'm not going to do it again. Matt, mm-hmm. let's turn it over to you. So this one, when we were doing these, um, this was the one matchup I wish we tweaked a little bit just because I think Hoosiers may be going up against something different. Like the two, I wish we switched the next two. I wish we put Remember the Titans with um, one of the newer movies that is going to be in the next question and put Hoosiers versus this one because I think they're different sports, but I think the story, the stories are a little bit more like similar. Um mm-hmm. The Hoosiers, I think it might have just missed with our audience because it's a, you know, it's an older movie. Um, I think it's generational, and you, I think yeah. you either you either grew up playing basketball and saw that movie, or I don't think you really went out of your way to see it. So I think it could get lost in the like lost in the shuffle. And remember, the Titans are very polarizing. It's a popular movie. It's always on cable TV. So I think that's probably yeah. why that one ran away with it the way it, the way it did. But I will say, I will give a recommendation if you haven't seen Hoosiers. And you're a fan of film and basketball, especially this time of year. 
sit down, take the time to see it. I don't think it's a super long movie, but it's excellent. It's excellent. Yeah, just take the time to take the time to sit down and watch it. Yeah, I think it's about an hour forty five, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, I got some heat in the office today for for this matchup. Uh, Did you thinking that it wasn't wasn't fair? Which I agree. I think we should have tweaked it because the results were not kind to Hoosiers. Yeah. It was forty four for Remember the Titans, six for Hoosiers. Hindsight being so, what it is, yeah, I wish we would have tweaked it, but um, stand by what yeah. we did and just vote accordingly. Yeah, all right. All right, pick up the pace a little bit here. Our next one was 42, the Jackie Robinson biopic mm-hmm. versus Field of Dreams, so a little baseball action for you. Matt, what are your thoughts on this one? Because I think this is the probably the matchup that we talk, we've talked about the least. Yeah, so I when we were doing this, I put them together and grouped them because they're both baseball or baseball-themed movies. Um Field of Dreams is a classic. I think that's actually what I voted for. Um, I think 42, the story's excellent. I think it came out maybe 15, 20 years too late. Um, But it is a great movie. Both of them, I think, are very good, tell a great story. But I voted Field of Dreams. It's a classic. And I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, I think the the movie 42 left a lot to be desired with what is – common knowledge about the story of Jackie Robinson and everything like that. I think mm-hmm. it did a good job of telling the basics of it, but I feel like it could have gotten into more detail. Yeah. Um, great movie. Chadwick Boseman put, turns into great performance as Jackie Robinson, mm-hmm. but it's hard to pick against Field of Dreams. I mean, Kevin Costner is phenomenal in that movie. James Earl Jones, Ray Liotta. That, I mean, the last scene, Hey Dad, you want to have a catch? Yep. Uh, it, I mean, it got me, got me right there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's it's tough to tough to argue against that. Um, audience agreed. They went thirty two. Field of Dreams twelve forty two. So appreciate the votes on that one. Next one, Matt. We're going to the links. We got Caddyshack <laughs> and we got Happy Gilmore. So I think we, we both voted the same way on this one. Um, you did classics comedies that involve golf um, <laughs> and kind of the. Everything that goes along with it, you know, the humor, the good, the bad, the ugly. Uh, <laughs> Caddyshack, Caddyshack was in my uh, TP, so I voted that way, but it was hard because Happy Gilmore is one of my favorite movies as well. Um, so many memorable quotes, like so many things you can steal from it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it it was hard. It was I was, but again, like I got to stay true to my three movies. Um, it's kind of the theme of the, you know, this episode, what we wanted to do and stick with it. So Caddyshack for me, that's the one that, that I voted for. Yeah. Again, I went Caddyshack in my TP of three. So I'm, I I voted for it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, but I will say this. One of my buddies at work, Pete Echo, argued this way for Happy Gilmore. He said, I can turn on Happy Gilmore and I can watch it seven, eight times in a row and not get bored with it and just keep on enjoying it the same amount. I could probably only watch Caddyshack one or two times in a row. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably how our audience felt and voted because like you said, Happy Gilmore is so much more quotable. Mm -hmm. It's also more so our generation. Um, I think if Caddyshack came out in the 90s, it would be a a hit. But I think just because – Adam Sandler was the talk of the town at the time it came out and it's just so quotable and memorable and everything like that. It's, it's hard to argue either way on it. Obviously we both went Caddyshack, but 
Audience went 37, Happy Gilmore, 11, Caddyshack. So, okay. big turnout there. A little bit of a blowout. Not surprising, though. Not surprising. No, yeah, not surprising. I mean, I obviously want, want my favorite movie to be loved by everybody, but that's that's your your prerogative. And that's what also makes your your favorite movies your favorite movies. You know, everybody's got exactly. different taste, and um, it's all respected. But it's cool to see. Again, one of the reasons why I think we do this and enjoy it so much is to see everybody's perspective, what they like, what maybe they don't like, and um, allows us to talk about different things and maybe engage engage people a little bit differently. But uh, um, it is cool to see. So. Um, what we have next? Next up, this one's a little close to home for you. We got Major League <laughs> versus Slapshot. <laughs> this this was in my head one of the tougher matchups. I thought both classic kind of like slapstick comedies, yeah. like just kind of making fun of the sport and everything like that. Love both of them. I would have gone Major League. I just think it's so memorable, quotable. I mean, Ricky Vaughn. You think Wild Thing. You think yeah. of Charlie Sheen in the glasses. So uh, my vote would have been Major League. Matt, what do you got? I think I know where you're leaning. I voted Major League with the Tribe and just being from Cleveland. and uh, It's a great movie. (laughs) I've never even heard of half these guys. (laughs) This guy here is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Slapshot. I got to give Slapshot a little bit more love. Um, I haven't seen it in a while. It's a movie that I think this one – you set this one up. I had nothing to do with it purely based on bias i went major league but if i give Slapshot again like watch it again i mean um and we do a poll like this i might vote differently yeah this matchup was more based on like the premise of the movie as opposed to where i thought people would vote i mean yeah. Slapshot's great the hansen brothers paul newman mm-hmm. it's a classic but i i mean after i posted it i was like it doesn't have a chance against major league no but i just also think that's more generational again where i don't think a lot of people have seen it right uh, but again, recommend sitting down watching it. It's a great comedy, hockey, sports, great actors. Mm-hmm. So, I'm really went, in- uh, yeah, I was gonna say Major League went 29, Slapshot went 10. Audience agreed with us, which makes sense. Gotcha. This next one's actually the most polarizing one for me. Um, I don't know how it turned out, so you're gonna have to let me know. Um, we grouped these ones together because they're both Will Ferrell movies. So I'll let you. T- I'm just excited to hear which one actually won. Yeah, so we went Talladega Nights versus Semi-Pro, and I got to admit, when I was making this one, I couldn't decide out of the three Will Ferrell sports movies between Blades of Glory, Talladega Nights, and Semi-Pro, and now I kind of, you know, catch-22 wishing I kind of threw Blades of Glory in there. Mm-hmm. But Matt, what do, you, what do you got for me? I voted Talladega Nights. It's, um, I just, I enjoyed it more than Semi-Pro. They're both great. I mean, they're both hilarious. Um, Talladega Nights just got me a little bit more more in the feels and uh, I laughed harder at it. So um, personally that one's, I like that one um, more, but what did, how'd you vote? I went semi-pro. Okay. I, I think semi-pro is one of my favorite Will Ferrell roles of all time. I just, I, that whole movie with the ABA and a team in Flint called the tropics and <laughs> player owner Jackie moon with love me sexy and making trades for washing machines. It, it just, it hit me and it's, it's, <laughs> It's one of my favorites, um, but it's hard to argue against Talladega Nights. I mean, it's so cool. Both are great. Yeah, it's it's great. I think Semi Pro is probably the le- less heralded one out of the two, but uh, our audience went thirty four Talladega Nights, eight Semi Pro. Oh wow! I can't argue against it. Like it, it's mm-hmm. 
you know, I wish it was semi-pro, but it's like you said, everybody has their own opinions and they're both phenomenal. So I can't, can't make a case against either one. This last matchup, Matt, was our closest one. And I think kind of our most polarizing between our, ourselves when we were thinking about it, talking about it just before the pod, we got warrior, the uh, MMA movie with Tom Hardy, Joel Edgerton, and the fighter with Christian Bale, Mark Wahlberg. True story about Mickey Ward, Dick Eklund. So, Matt, what do you? What are your thoughts on it? Where would you lean, and why would you lean that way? Do you think? Um. Yeah. So before we get into that, I wanted to turn this qu- actually that question around on you. Um, I know you were talking about. I think the Remember the Titans versus the Hoosiers one. You had mm-hmm. a little bit of like feedback with. You thought it was unfair. Did you get anything with this one? Um, I just think these two movies are actually the stories, the theme kind of behind it, I think are very, very similar. Um, one's boxing, one's UFC. I love this matchup, and that's why we left it for the last one. Um, I went a specific way, and I think, Mike, Mike, you went the other way. But did you get any uh, feedback in regards to this? The main feedback I got on this one was more so people forgetting about the fighter. Oh, really? Like, like – and like I didn't get a lot of feedback, but I feel like a lot of people were just like I hadn't even thought about the fighter since I saw it. Yeah. And I think that was the same sentiment that we had when we talked about it briefly. Yeah. Where we both thought it was a great movie. Christian Bale and Mark Wahlberg were phenomenal in it, but we watched it and we kind of forgot about it and we didn't go back and watch it again. Whereas with Warrior, I could watch that movie ten times in a row and love it and I I don't know if it's because it's MMA as opposed to boxing, if it's because of the story with the two brothers and mm-hmm. the layers of that story. But looking at it from a very high scope, I think I would have gone the fighter just because I really like that pairing of Wahlberg and Bale and mm-hmm. how they brought those characters to life and the story behind the family and everything like that. But Matt, what's what's your thoughts on this one? Right. And again, um, I have a similar theme to what you just said. So the fighter – um, cause you were on, you put this poll, this poll specifically together. Um, and I just commented, I'm like, Oh man, cause I loved it. I thought the matchup was great. Um, the fighter that's actually, so having done this, that's the movie, the next movie that I plan to actually sit down and rewatch, um, because it's been a while. So I don't, I don't fully remember it. Um, just in my head, warrior is a little bit more polarizing and I've seen it more. So that's how I voted just because, you know, more recency bias than anything else. I think they're both excellent movies, but um, I know we differed on this. So, what did how'd the vote go? This was the the closest vote of the the matchups. We went fourteen. Uh, I'm sorry, fifteen for Warrior, nineteen for the Fighter. Oh wow, okay. So kind of surprising to me, just because of everything you just said about Warrior, how it's a little bit more polarizing and recent and everything like that. But I thought that was probably the best matchup that we had out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Two similar movies with somewhat similar themes about family and fighting and everything like that. And I mean, they're both great movies to watch. I think I'm with you. I'm going to rewatch The Fighter because I haven't seen it in a while. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could easily be, I could watch Warrior right now and vote that. I could think about it some more and give some more arguments about The Fighter. But I think that was just a great matchup for for those two movies. Right. I thought it was great. And um, so obviously, like, the feedback's really cool. Uh, if I could ask, you know, everybody who listened to this, throw us a little bit of feedback, um, you know, run some poll, even some poll questions by us. We appreciate it. Um, you know, we want to gear it towards the listeners. Obviously, Mike and I really enjoy doing this and talking about our interests, but we also want to get, you know, if there's any good topics that you guys have, please, by all means, you know, text us, hit us up on social media. We'd love to dive into some of that stuff. Maybe there's some 
unique parts of sports that maybe we're leaving out. Um, you know, just continue to grow this thing. So we do appreciate everybody for voting. Yeah, and we hope that this these polls kind of gave you some thoughts on maybe some new sports movies to watch, some sports movies to rewatch, and just give you kind of new thoughts on it. Uh, we hope you appreciated our thoughts on it. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Again, look out for this week with the Bachelorette applications coming from us. <laughs> That's um, going to be fun. It's going to be very fun. But we got we got championship week this week. Enjoy the college basketball. We got a bracket on Sunday. Best time of the year. Look for a special episode to drop either probably late Monday with some bracket talk preview with some special guests. You know, we appreciate you guys listening. Again, give us feedback, good, bad thoughts, ideas. We're open. We we love doing this, and we wanted, as Matt said, geared to, towards you guys. But thanks again, and uh, we'll see you guys around tournament time here. See you guys. Go Flyers. Go Flyers.